Hello, thank you for joining me today on Living Beyond Limits. I'm your host, Marcy Langlois. What is anxiety? Do you have it? And if so, what can you do about it? This is a hot topic of discussion these days because it affects so many people around the world. And we're going to get to the bottom of what it is, what causes it, and three actionable steps that you can use today to start managing your anxiety. Believe it or not, most people don't know that they even have anxiety. That was true for me. I had absolutely no idea. Today, we're going to walk through what anxiety looks like so that you can find out if these things relate to you and get relief if it has been part of your struggle. According to the World Health Organization, anxiety affects one out of three people worldwide. One out of three. I mean, that's significant. It's so incredibly common and people don't even realize that they have it. So what is it then? The World Health Organization defines anxiety as excessive fear and worry with behavior disturbances. Can you relate to the worrying or experiencing a lot of fear about things that haven't come to pass or things that you can't control? I can. Let me tell you. From my very early years, I always had a fear that something bad was going to happen, just waiting for the other shoe to drop. There was no way that things could just be okay without something going sideways. No matter where I was, who I was with, or what I was doing, I always felt unsafe in the world and that things were doomed to blow up in some way. Can you relate at all to the thoughts of possible impending doom? Have you ever had the feeling of overwhelm that then makes you physically feel a churning in your stomach, taking really quick short breaths instead of that nice deep breath? Or maybe you hold your breath all together. How about a pounding heart, sweaty palms? These are things that I experience that indicate that my anxiety is in full swing. When anxiety came into my life, I had no idea what I was experiencing. While the thoughts and feelings have always plagued me from early childhood, the physical symptoms of anxiety showed up after I got sober. When it showed up, though, <laughs> there was no way for me to deny that something was very wrong because the symptoms were just over the top, frankly. I thought I was losing my mind. It would come out of nowhere, and I could be anywhere at the time. Very inconvenient and incredibly unpredictable. So imagine this. I'd be sitting in a business meeting surrounded by a group of professionals or eating dinner with my family, maybe even. And bam, here it is, front and center. I would have this immediate feeling like I was going to die. I'd get tunnel vision. My stomach was churning. I'd start sweating, and I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I just needed to run, like get out of where I was immediately. This was happening to me upwards of five times per day after I got sober. It was so difficult. I didn't know what or why this was happening, and I really had no idea what was going on. I truly, truly thought I was losing my mind. I was embarrassed to tell anyone or share this with anybody at all. I kept going back to the idea that I was simply crazy and that these episodes were happening because something was wrong with me. I fully believed if I could just figure out what was wrong with me, then everything would be fine and it would go away. That was not the truth at all. It just got worse. And after a couple of years of dealing with this, I couldn't stand it anymore. And it was happening to me so frequently, I finally caved and told a friend. She immediately said, that's anxiety, Marcy. I, like, I should have known that, right? I started doing some research on my own and I wanted to 
learn the most that I could about anxiety. So I read lots of articles on the internet and whatnot. And I came to discover that I had pretty much every symptom for anxiety. And I had no idea, right? It was really difficult to live my life like that. I mean, I never knew when it was going to show up in the middle of something important. And so being afraid of the anxiety produced more anxiety, right? It's the speed forward cycle. The daily struggle for me with anxiety showed up as irritation, agitation, and anger. Everything in my life felt like nails on the chalkboard. People, situations, work, noise, lights. Everything felt overwhelming and it just grated on my nerves. It felt like this all the time. It never really left me. Now that we have a much clearer picture of what anxiety feels and looks like, we can look at what causes it. So we'll go back to the World Health Organization. They say that the leading cause of anxiety is stressful or traumatic experiences during childhood or adulthood. However, it seems that there's a difference in opinions in research because the Mayo Clinic says that there's no clear cause for anxiety, but it does appear that trauma certainly can have an impact. That made a ton of sense for me, and it makes sense to me then why so many people are affected by anxiety. Everyone has some form of trauma and or stress because it's a natural part of life. Stress is a very real thing that we deal with on the daily. Stress can be as simple as too much to get done and not enough time, or it can be as extreme as how are we going to pay the bills this month? Any sort of stress seems to feed the thoughts of worry that cause anxiety. The more stress, the worse anxiety. Have you ever noticed that the longer your list gets for the day that the more anxious it is that you become? Can you feel how your body reacts to that stress? Even if you aren't able to identify why you experience the symptoms, it's so important to know that you may still be dealing with anxiety. Living like this was not a viable option for me, and I had to get to the bottom of it. I hope that you have a better understanding of the what and why of anxiety. That at the end of the day, regardless of what it is that is causing the anxiety for you, that you now understand that excessive worry and fear is what is creating the physical symptoms that go along with it, and you aren't alone in your struggle. So how do we live beyond the limit of anxiety? The great news is, is that there is an entire toolkit that can help to manage your symptoms and make a huge difference in the quality of your life. Here are the top three things that have worked every single time for me. One, this breathing technique is my absolute favorite because you can do it anywhere, even while you're driving. It's so simple. You can't mess it up even if you try. You breathe in through your nose, you follow your breath as you bring it in through your nose and down into the belly. Hold your breath to the count of four and then slowly exhale to the count of five. Trace the breath back up and through your belly, out the lungs, out through your mouth for a long exhale. Repeat the breathing until you feel that your body comes back online and that your system feels more settled. Super simple, right? But absolutely works magic. So number two, this is also really simple, but so helpful. Use your five senses to orient yourself. Wherever you are currently, just look around. Notice what it is that you're seeing. Notice if the sky is blue or cloudy. Pay attention to the shapes of the clouds if it's cloudy. Do they look similar or familiar to you in any way? Notice the trees or notice the city stoplights or the sidewalks, the cars and the people that are around you. Then move on to what it is you're hearing. Is there music on? If not, 
Is music soothing? If so, turn it on. If it's quiet, notice that it's quiet. Is there a fan running? Pay attention to the noise that you hear around you. Then move on to feeling. And can you feel your butt on the chair you're sitting in? Feel your feet touching the floor. Feel your clothes as they rub up against your skin. And what do you smell? If you're inside or out, do you smell? What do you smell? Do you smell the scents of the season? Do you notice a scented candle in the room? What do you smell and pay attention to all of these things? The entire objective is to use the five senses to gather information so that you can pay deep attention to those things rather than the constant thought of worry. It refocuses the brain to allow you to come into a place of calmness and ease. It's like magic. It's like absolute magic. And number three, last and certainly not least, is the practice of finding okayness in each moment, so much so that you're completely willing to immerse yourself in the now. If we go back up and we look at the definition of anxiety, it is excessive fear and worry. Fear and worry are often based in the future. So shifting into the present moment will move you from a state of fear and worry. Can you look at this moment and what is happening and see that everything is okay in this very moment? Say to yourself, I'm okay. Everything at this moment is okay. It doesn't mean I like it, I love it, or I want it to be this way forever. It's just that things are okay. It shifts you from that state of living in the future of fear and worry over things that you can't control back to this moment which feels okay and relieves the anxiety. Every time you notice that the anxiety creeps back in, then notice what it is that you're thinking. Are you back in the future thoughts? And if so, then move your attention back to whatever it is that you're doing right now. If you're cooking dinner, then focus on cooking dinner. Chop the onion. Put the onion in the frying pan. Notice that you're doing that. If you're out with friends or people that you love, then be fully present with them. And again, notice how wonderful this is and how everything feels okay. Living in the present moment takes a tremendous amount of effort, but staying committed is so worth it. It shifted the debilitating anxiety that I had to lots of days having no symptoms at all. I would love to hear from you about which one of these three tools is your favorite or most effective. Of course, this isn't a complete picture of anxiety, but the beginning of how to shift things in a positive way if you are indeed struggling. Of course, I would love it if you would reach out to find support wherever you may need that. I suffered a long time needlessly and now know that there's no shame in asking for help. If you need it, get it. If you would like to reach out to me for a confidential consultation, please visit my website at marcylangways.com under the contact section and fill out a request. If you found today's episode helpful, please share this with your family, friends, and colleagues. I would love it if we could connect on social media so that you can grab some tidbits in between my next episode. I'll be back next Thursday with the next episode. And until then, be aiming to live beyond your limits.